So re-watchmen react Rogue One and Passengers bonus episode. Ooh, two of them. With me as always is the mighty intern Jeffrey. One day I will not be an intern, and it will be a glorious day. Until then I will continue to hold your coffee. Thank you. You're welcome. Don't spill it again. I only have two hands, and one of them is holding the recording device. I'm gonna spill all the coffee. Alright, so I may be the only person left actually listens to this rewatchman that hasn't seen Rogue One yet. Yeah, that might be true, Chris, actually. But. So, well, first of all, it's been a while. Uh, we were supposed to do uh, Suicide Squad, and then we, were, we, we talked about doing Doctor Strange um, at one point, too, but because I, my wife and I had a kid, that kind of put a damper on all that, so I... How dare you have a family? I apologize to rewatchman TC and rewatchman um, I know I haven't showed up in a while for our weekly meetings. Um, it's, sorry, I know, I know. Um, I, I did get notice, though, that they will still not remove your intern. Oh, that's good. I'm yeah. glad that I am... Uh, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. They're not going to make no. me a non-intern? No. How come? Uh, they, they voted. Oh, I should have been part of this. Well, you need. Well, you can't vote as an intern, and you need three votes of yes to remove it, and you only got two. Again, I wasn't at the meetings, so. This doesn't seem like a great democracy we got going on here. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, I'm glad we, well, I'm, I'm, I've seen Suicide Squad, and I wish we had done it, because it would have been like the Batman Superman, where we would have been so disappointed by it. <laughs> um, Doctor Strange, I think, would have been um, like other Marvel movies, where it was, went in with, with moderate expectations and everything was exceeded and then some. Yep. So Rogue One. Um, all right. So you've seen it. I have seen it. However, I did go into it having no knowledge except for the fact that, oh, no, they capture the plans of the Death Star. Except for knowing that, yes. I knew nothing about the movie. I, that's the way I am as well. I've seen some trailers and all that. but yep. I even stopped watching the TV spots because like I'm like, other... apparently this is starting to spoil stuff. I don't want to know things. Well, like other Marvel Disney trailers, they do a very good job as far as hiding so many key elements. You know, unlike uh, the the DC and Warner Brothers ones, where they include the key moments in the trailer, like Wonder Woman appearing and stuff like that. Right. Um, it's so very interesting that you bring that up because remember that when we do the uh, the second half of this. The whole, like, what they do with the trailers and... and yep. Yeah, just remember that. I, okay. We should talk about we'll that. We'll come back to that. Yes. Um, so, I, 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 you know, it's a Star Wars movie. It's gotten, um, you know, critics and audiences of, of like this movie a lot. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm trying to keep my expectations at a moderate level. And I do that just so I don't get them too high and then and disappoint, even if it's a good movie. Yes. Um, that happened to me on the original Spider-Man. I'm a big Spider-Man fan, so seeing Spider-Man in movies got me excited. And then I was like, oh, I'm kind of disappointed. But really, looking back, they were good movies. So that's kind of learning that. So The Dark Knight Rises was that for me. I got myself too hyped up. Yeah. And because I had hyped myself up way beyond what I thought it was going to be, when it wasn't that, I was heavily disappointed and I blamed the movie for the longest time. 
Who do you blame now? The movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> With a little bit of myself thrown in there. So, yeah, I, I think... Uh, um, what do you want out of it? What are you expecting to see? Well, what I want is, is you know, so fill in some of the holes, so to tell a story. So this has to be a complete story, right? I mean, right. there's not going to be a Rogue One Part 2 or a Rogue 2. You know, it's, it's, it, it can't happen because we've already had those movies. Right. Or can there? Well, if they do... It'd Hashtag be little, remake episode four. Yeah, it'd be a little convoluted, <laughs> and um, I, I don't see that happening. Um, especially with all the news recently with uh, uh, Carrie Fisher. But she's in recovery, which is good. Which is good. So, um, but I... I I want it to be a complete story. I want it, you know, which is sad because I think there's some good actors and I feel like there's going to be some good performances here that are going to be gone. Now, there could be some connections because if, if the other movies that they tell the story of are like the young Han Solo, um, Boba Fett, and things, you know, those characters that can be placed in between the movies, in between the prequel and the original three, mm-hmm. then some of these characters could live on in those other movies. That's true. They could come back prior to what you see them in now or... Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, not all of them are going to die. Right. So some of them could return in another capacity. They may not be the same level that they are in this movie. I mean, not knowing any of the characters, really. Um, I'm just kind of talking now. <laughs> so Words are just coming out of my mouth. So we're about halfway there. So now let's switch to our bonus movie of Passengers, which <laughs> neither one of us has seen. No. It's another space movie. <laughs> um, Jennifer Lawrence, Chris Pratt. Um, so big star power in this one. The critics have been lukewarm over this. And this one was kind of lauded as a potential Oscar winning film because it has Jennifer Lawrence. And Jennifer Lawrence is the modern day Meryl Streep. True. In which... She's going to be right? nominated regardless of the role or performance that she gives. It was just, oh, she was in a movie. We'll nominate her for that role. Right. This so, is not saying she's a bad actress. That's not what that is. Neither is Meryl Streep. They're exactly. very good actors. They're very good. They, they just, just have that reputation now that they're going to give a good performance, so they're going to get an Oscar nom. Right. Which is probably, again, justified to the point, again, that they're very, very talented. Right. Um, so the biggest thing that I heard about Passengers coming in was how uncomfortable Jennifer Lawrence was in the sex scenes with Chris Pratt because she knows and is good friends with Chris Pratt's wife, Anna Ferris. So Jennifer Lawrence had to do a couple shots of tequila to get the right courage up to do a sex scene with Chris Pratt, which I'm sure many of the female listeners and some of the male listeners are like, what the hell is wrong with Jennifer Lawrence? (laughs) I mean, I guess that just shows a good friendship there. That's that's how that's a good of a friend she is. Blind or maybe Jennifer Lawrence is one of the six people in the world that just does not find Chris Pratt attractive. <laughs> I, I think it just shows how down to earth she is, and I think that's why she is so likable by by many people. Right? Is she seems so down to earth, and she seems very um, like she gets it. Like she doesn't take herself too seriously, and her act is not old yet. Mm-hmm. Which is which is good too. She keeps it fresh, so and she's willing to 
she's willing to speak her mind if she doesn't like something or doesn't want to do something or how she feels about right. a certain situation. She's like, I don't want to do that. Forget that. Well, now she's speaking up as well as far as getting equal pay, which to me is crazy. It's like, why when, you know, an actress and actor of equal billing, they should be paid. And anyone with equal billing in a, in a film should get equal pay. And, yeah. and it's great that Jennifer Lawrence, among other actors and actresses for that matter, are uh, standing up to, to the studios and saying enough is enough. Agreed. Uh, but anyway, let's talk about the trailer. I have no idea what this movie's about. <laughs> I, so this it is just looks trailer. interesting. Like, I mean, oh, no. I was going to say, it, it piques my interest because I feel like, based upon that trailer, it could either be an absolute horrible movie or it could actually be a somewhat decent film. So all I know about the film, and this is just a brief synopsis of what I know, is that they're on a deep space mission and they're all in these sleep chambers, and somehow Chris Pratt's and Jennifer Lawrence's, their character chambers open up early. Mm -hmm. And that causes all sorts of problems on the ship because the, the AI on the ship goes like, whoa, you're not supposed to be up and, and all that stuff. I, I will say that it does, it has a, a, a minimal amount of, is this like a 2001, a space odyssey where the AI is actually just trying to kill a bunch of people. Right. Like that's kind of, that. there was a vibe I got that was kind of like that, but I don't know if that's true. Right. So we'll see. I'm, I'm interested in it. I was disappointed seeing the early reviews from the critics, although I believe that the audience has generally liked the film. Um... That's where it's so hard. You can never judge based upon the critics' response because yeah. critics are always there. It it so often it comes down to the critics being like, "Oh, this is a terrible movie," and then the audience is like, "What were they watching?" Because it was actually a good movie, and you get that mentality a lot with a you lot do. of films these you days, do. and it's really hard to judge. That's why it's like if the if the critics and the audience both go, "No, this was a piece of crap." Like, why 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 is this even a movie that we're watching? Then I'll be like, "All right, maybe we should just avoid it." Yeah, <laughs> Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, um, exactly. So, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, and, and to that point, for whatever reason, this last weekend, Sing was, like, the number two movie, or, or the biggest movie that came out with Passengers, with all these other Christmas holiday movies. Right. And that movie looks like shit in the previews. Like, I had no desire to see, you know, and... There's a lot of good actors and, and others involved with it. Right. It's like, this movie looks like crap. <laughs> like, this looks like absolute shit. Like, this is CG animation gone bad. This is the exact opposite of what you want to see from CGI animation. Maybe it's just like people at this point are like, we just want another animated film. We don't care what it's about or how good it is, and we'll go and watch this. No, they don't care. People don't care yeah. anymore. They push it out, and if it, because they know they're going to get families for that first weekend at least. Yeah. And that's and that's a lot of money that they can bring in. They get you know, families on that first weekend, and then they get families to buy the DVD or the Blu-ray when it comes out because the kids are going to be like, "Oh yeah, it's an animated film, pigs." Yes, yeah. and then yeah. that's it. That's all it takes. And now they'll earn their money back in the box. And I.e., Alvin and the Chipmunks Part Three, Chipwrecked, or whatever it was. I don't understand why there's so many of us. Kids like it so. Um, okay, so we're not going to do this Rogue One because you've seen it already. Right. So I'm not going to ask you going in, what do you think it is? But what about passengers? So going in, what's in a scale of one to ten, ten being this is the greatest movie ever, one being this is the shittiest movie of all time, 
So basically, what would it be? Uh, the room versus room. <laughs> you use that a lot. I, know, um, I give it, uh, actually, you know what? Because I've only really seen like one or two trailers for it, and I have no idea what else it's about, I'm going to give it a five. Uh, because I'm just like, you know what? It could just be a decent sci-fi slash love slash AI kills everybody story. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I would say just a five. I'm kind of just like, all right, well, it's a movie. I'm going to give it a six. There, there was a lot of potential, a lot of talk for Oscar hype around this. Not, not only for Jennifer Lawrence, but for uh, cinematography and some of the other pieces for this movie. So, and, and the fact that it wasn't pushed into January or February, uh, meaning the studio also believes it has some, you know, warranted some uh, potential Oscar uh, feeling. So, um, trying to think of the movie that uh, was pushed back. Oh, the uh, the the, Ronald, the McDonald's movie. Oh, the one with Michael Keaton. Keaton? Yes, that was early on. It was like this could be Michael Keaton's Oscar and all that, and then it got. Quietly pushed it to like January or February, so it's like, eh. dude, it's just like, shh, pretend we didn't make this movie. But Jupiter Rising was like that too. We're like, yeah. this is going to be huge, and they realized, no, it's not. So okay, so I think the the next movie for sure that we'll do, um, I believe, uh, either Wonder Woman or Justice League come out. Uh, we also will have Wolverine. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure which one comes Logan. out first. Logan. Sorry. Because there is a movie called Wolverine, you can't call it that. <laughs> and I hope that I can now fully erase from existence in my mind Wolverine 1 and 2. All right. Because those were terrible movies. I still haven't seen either one of them because I just had no interest in seeing them. <laughs> no, no, I have to because the completist in me needs to watch no, them. No, no, no. That's why I want to hope. That Logan erased it. Well, hopefully, Days of Future Past erased those from happening. Probably did. I think it did. They were terrible movies. <laughs> That's just the studios going, ah, oh, crap. We did this all wrong. We need to restart this all. Yeah. It's okay, because the new Maxman movie that'll come out after Logan will just erase everything again. There's like 25 timelines. It doesn't matter anymore. They are, Yeah, they are talking about rebooting the X-Men franchise, yep. because now all the actors are done. Yeah. Um, and old. Well, and have been doing it for almost 20 years. Yeah. I mean, I love Patrick Stewart, but, you know, this might be his last turn as, as Xavier. Mm-hmm. You know, and it probably should be. Yeah. Because, you know. I'm assuming he dies in it, right? Well, he's died in, he's died in a couple <laughs> exactly. of times so far. That's why I'm just assuming. Like, that happens, right? I mean, maybe they keep James McAvoy around and, and stick with the younger generation. Although, what doesn't... I'm going to stop. We can talk about the X-Men <laughs> later. So, um, anyway, um, TC's wrong. You don't need to watch all the X-Men movies to appreciate the ones today because apparently the ones that are made today are also terrible. Good luck, Logan. Let's go watch Passengers. We'll connect on the way back. We will have to connect about Rogue One, too, on the way back. Yes. We'll talk about both. For yes. sure. For sure. And uh, happy watching, I guess. Yay! Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Well, that only works now. Oh. It doesn't work, like, in July. Or does it? No, it doesn't.
So, Chris, I think I saw the wrong movie. <laughs> did you see Beauty and the Beast? Because I did. It's not out yet, but I saw it. Don't you worry. Uh, if you're calling Chris Pratt a beast, I think there are many people that would disagree with you. Oh, no, beast in, like, the good sense. Like, oh. he was a beast, man. Like, like that? Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Continue, please. So we're currently leaving the theater. There's a lot of cars. Sorry. <laughs> Old people. Only one way. So, okay, so we got done, we got, we watched Rogue One, and literally when she appeared on screen, when Princess Leia, the appeared. news broke. That Carrie Fisher had died. Like, it's all practically to the to the moment is when all the news stations are all online started reporting that she had died. So, with with some sadness, with much sadness, um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that film. Uh, it was a great film. I'm really glad you liked it. Uh, I yeah, I really liked it. Because um, <laughs> that would have just been horrible. <laughs> it was the worst film of the year. I'm gonna watch Batman Superman again. That was better. Oh, by Super one thing that the, the writers had the advantage of, they, they knew where they were ending their story. Right. Like, we had, we had discussed, like, that with, with, with the end of the prequels, they had point A, and then with yep. A New Hope, they had point C, and they just had to figure out point B. Right. Was all so, that they had to do. So they had that, which, which is a huge advantage for, for writing mm -hmm. something that, uh, like they did. Because basically somebody had already come up with the ending. Right. <laughs> they just had to get to the ending. Right. And it, it did cover up a lot of the holes that have been stated before in the movies. Right. Um, like the fact of the thermal exhaust port and all that stupid stuff over right. the years. Or, yep. Like, how would, the, how would the Empire have left that open? Well, this is how. Yep. It was actually a giant revenge tactic. Right. <laughs> so Which makes total sense. So where, where, you know, where they, again, where they had a huge advantage is that... There's really no no characters, none of the main characters have, there's no investment needed for any of them. Right. So, writing-wise, you can write their full tragedy, basically. Um, you know, and this is, spoil you know, we're, we're in the second half, so we're in spoilers. Right. So, basically, everybody dies. Everybody dies. You made a comment when we were driving yes. in about how, you know, not everyone, you know, not everyone's going to die because you know, they could use them for later. And I had to bite my tongue when you said that because I'm That's like. That's you're like, ah. <laughs> I was bleeding profusely from the mouth. No, but like, I, I, you said that. And I'm like, ah, no, because everybody does die. Everybody. 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 Literally everybody. Dies. All new characters, almost all new main characters introduced in this movie are dead by the end of it. And that includes the Shadow Troopers, or the Death Troopers, however you want to call it, whatever you want to call them. And that includes just, like, new ships. Though there is a really great thing that I do like, that uh, Rogue Five, you see him die on screen. Which is, Red Five? Red Five, yeah, sorry. Red Five dies on screen, which is the what is the, the call sign Luke takes up yes. in A New Hope. So it's like, well, that's why there was an open spot was because you get like little things like that. Actually, they, oh, brilliant, oh, great. They basically retconned errors and, and issues right. people had with the story 
and made it make sense. All I needed was like a stormtrooper to say like, oh man, my visor's not quite working. <laughs> Can so you see out of this thing? <laughs> but he runs through and hits the door. <laughs> that makes sense. All right, they need to make a Rogue One sequel <laughs> solely so they can deliver that line. <laughs> so, so what was your favorite part of the movie? Um, it's tough. I mean, it's... I, I think when Jen, when she took up the mantle, right? Like, she finally understood what I need to do. Right. Because, like, I, I think for for much of the movie, you know, and, and, well, I'm going to guess much, much of her life, she was kind of lost. She didn't quite have a, a direction to go, and she saw her mom die. She was raised by this guy who was, who was an extremist. Right. You know, and, and she really is directionless. And thinks that she's been abandoned, basically, or, or doesn't really know what happened to her father. Right. Obviously, there's a lot of love there, so it's not like a, a lot of anger towards her father. So I think that third act, when she steps up, and kind of the the, re- the rebellion kind of, like, almost dissipates, right? Right. Like, like, there's factions that are like, okay, we're done. This was a nice little fun gathering, everybody, but we're... What I like about the scene right there, that right there is something that I really enjoyed about this movie was that obviously the originals and like all like all, not the none of the expanded the former expanded universe stuff, but the originals always painted the Rebel Alliance as a very positive and good-hearted people. Mm-hmm. Rogue One kind of shows like no, they're rebels and they're going to do what they need to do to get information, and if that means killing somebody um, or right. it's not perfect. And that's what I really liked about that. I liked that that spin on it. Now I'm sure that's probably something that's been touched on, you know, in the former or in what's what's Legends now. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's been something they touched on, but doesn't exist for me. I've never read any of that stuff, so I'm only right. going off of the movies and the TV shows. And that's really cool to kind of see that like imperfectness that's going on in the world. Yeah. Of it, the rebels. It it is, and it's good to know that they're not. You know, it's, it's not uh, as clean as it looks. Right. right? They're like, not flawless. Right? They're not all... And again, it's, it's, it's... There's a practicality of it as well, too, right? Like, you know, yes, we don't agree with... Uh, nice. We don't agree with the, uh, with, the, with the Empire. Right. But they got something that can destroy us without us... I mean, so now... The writers had come out, the writer and I think the director had come out and said that, yeah, basically the empire is Donald Trump and his regime <laughs> coming in. What are your thoughts on that? You know, it's hard for me to have a, a good comment on that because I don't ever get political. I don't I don't like to talk about stuff that I'm not good at saying. I'm just going to avoid that question and say, Darth Vader with a lightsaber. Woo! Slicey, slicey. Only lightsaber in there. And then throwy guys, and then lightsaber cutting guy in half, and then through door, and it's, then badass pose at the end. It is surprising now how much better so he's with the Force in this movie before he gets to Star Wars. So, it, I mean, okay, I was thinking about that. Since this was my second viewing, he is fairly stiff still while doing the lightsabers. Uh, lightsaber attacks. Yeah, I think they, they had to do that. They had to keep him stiff because if he was bouncing around, people would be like, well, why is he so slow in the new hope? Yes, I mean, he doesn't really use the force or the, yeah, push the, forward. The, like, the, he doesn't really use much of that in the new hope, but at least they did keep his, his stiffness in it. And I was like, you know what? 
that's okay. All right, I'm okay. I'm like, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad they, that little t- attention to detail, that and the fact that they made his lenses red. Right. And his suit has the cape over the shoulders. Not, It's not like they screwed up and gave him Empire Vader, because Empire Vader is different than a new Hope Vader. He is. Sorry. He is, but it's okay, because Vader can be upgraded. True. You know, he went from Windows 10 to... XP because he got better. <laughs> he didn't know. He did not go no other way. Politics jokes, no. But Windows jokes. Oh, I will bash Microsoft out the wazoo. Um, all right, now let's let's move on to passengers. Yes, uh, I think we both enjoyed it. Yes, uh, I actually, pretty. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. So there, there was. Um, so, basically, you know the promotions. You only see the two characters, and you, you have no idea the story except that they're both freed early. Yeah. You don't get into the why and all that. Um, you know, eventually a third passenger, um, I believe his name on the crew was McGuffin. Yeah. Um, which also, also opened up and he's there for like five minutes just to give enough to save the ship just in time. Yeah. But um, besides that and the, remember Ex Machina. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the whole wedding ring thing. Oh, yeah. Ring, which was just like. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, one thing one that I had. So, so, basically, this movie, Chris Pratt wakes up, he's alone for like a year on this ship, and he got 90 years left. Yep. And he is at the very end of desperation. He's, he's either going to kill himself or he's going to do something that he knows he's going to regret. Right. And really, those are the only two choices. He sees. So, because at this point, he's exhausted all other options. Right. He's enjoyed himself. He's he's lived his life normal. Like, like he eats all the great food and drinks and plays games. Like he does whatever he wants. Whatever he can for a year, all alone in this ship. Right. And finally, he gives in and, and he frees Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> Who in this movie is playing Jennifer Lawrence? Uh, Which, no, which in, as a joke... You know, both Jeff and I agreed it would only take us two days. So kudos yeah. to Chris Pratt. He pulled out. That man has some stamina. Because <laughs> I would have given up way sooner than that. So, well, anyway, <laughs> the ship is malfunctioning because of the, you know, the, what causes Chris Pratt's is a malfunction. And so I think that if this movie were made in the 70s or even the 80s, it would have been different. It would have been a situation where Chris Pratt's character would have been viewed as a bad guy for, okay. for the moral uh, dilemma that he caused. Basically, right? He he made this moral decision because it's basically the, the the end goal of getting to their land is is gone. Like there's no way that they're gonna do it because it's ninety years away and they can't refreeze themselves. Right. And in the 70s, a lot more things were black and white. There wasn't that morally gray area uh, in a lot of movies or in a lot of storytelling. I mean, not there There was. Don't get me wrong. There definitely was. Just it wasn't as prevalent as nowadays. So, yes, I as because he, he was, quote-unquote, greedy and didn't want to be alone, he would have been seen as the bad guy. Right. He was, he was, um, he, not spoiled. Yeah, he was greedy. That was basically the, the right word. Well, he, just, he was thinking of himself. Yes. He's thinking of himself. He's selfish. And, you know, that's played a little bit in here. I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, his character, rightfully gets angry. Right. When she finds out the truth after falling in love with him because last person on earth, basically. Like, it's, it's, Chris Pratt. Yeah, same situation. Yeah. Look, 
I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I probably would too. I mean, I really love Jennifer Lawrence. I just, it would, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to shut up right now. So, it was, it was good. It, the, the, yeah, there were some hooky moments. There was a MacGuffin. Yeah. Um, it did tote this line of being a comedy, a romantic, a romantic comedy, and a, like, Hard, not hard. Well, yeah, kind of like a hard sci-fi film. Yeah, it did kind of. It was both. Well, I think when you have Chris Pratt, so what I liked is how it was written, or how the director let him do it. Is they let Chris Pratt be Chris Pratt. Yeah, they let him do things that he would do, which which are funny. You know, they're just they're not they're not Zach Galifianakis or Jack Black funny, but but the way he responds to things or the way he he goes about things are funny. Right. Um, it's why, you know, it's why his part in Jurassic World was kind of a, a shame because they didn't let him do that. We're no. Guardians of the Galaxy and... Guardians of the Galaxy is flat out Chris Pratt. And where he learned it on Parks and, and Rec. Yep. Like, it, his, you know, he, he's obviously a different character than those, um, but he's able to do his Chris Prattisms. Right. So where Jennifer Lawrence is just a fabulous actress... Um, Who's left to be Jennifer Lawrence in this? And in right. most, the most roles where she can shine, she's left to just be her. Right. So it's not, yeah, it's, it's not an Oscar contender. It's a no. very good movie. It's, it's a good movie. Technical, um, technically, it could get some awards for the technical aspects of it. I'm sure. Cinematography, it could. Cinematography, you probably could, they'll probably get a VFX nom because the, the visual effects in it are well done. The whole yep. pool scene with no gravity is really good. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Um and then just probably I don't know score is actually the score wasn't that bad either that wasn't that bad um, but, but what, yeah what I have found intriguing about the movie too is like who's the protagonist yeah they're really I don't know I mean it's not like it's not like you know where the ship is against yeah. people right which is what I was kind of thinking it was going into yeah. it was going to be a 2001 right which it totally is not oh and. You know, there is a protagonist. It's, it's it's basically space and time, is it? And 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 you know, just the the meteorites in the beginning that yep. caused the malfunction. But it's just it's just it's just interesting because you're I'm watching it going. Oh, so Chris Pratt will be the bad guy because he did. Oh no no he's he's not because he's still fighting that even when she was awake he's fighting his guilt he's fighting. That moral, yes, and he found a way to freeze her at the end, and she chose to stay with him and stuff right. like that. So, yeah, it it it, it was good. I mean, it's hard to watch. They're, they're very different movies. The two. Oh yes, they're two very different sci-fi films. Yes, both in space. <laughs> both in space. Um, but yeah. with robotic, basically butlers. Yes. <laughs> at one point, Michael Shannon is great in this. Oh yes. There's like five people in the movie. Yeah, in this one. Yeah, there was a lot more credits on there, but those were just like party guest one and two, right. which is like, oh, I got two minutes scene. And I would not recommend if you see this movie uh, blinking because you will miss oh, Andy Garcia. You will. I miss him. I saw his name in the credits. Was he the captain that walked in when the door opened? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was. Wow. Yeah. He got old. Yeah, man. <laughs> I didn't realize he was that old. Well, Godfather three was in 90. Yeah, shut up. Leave me alone. <laughs> so, well, you know, and so you okay? So you gave me a you gave me a rating. You, you asked me what my rating yep, was. It was five. I four. said five, and you said six. Yep. Has yours changed? 
I would give it a seven. I was going to do a seven as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to do 10 because, no, it's still not, it's no. not perfect. No, Rogue One, I would probably give a, a eight or a nine. Yep. Um, just, it was, it was, it was a, it's an action sci-fi. It's not, it's not the space soap opera that, that Star Wars is. This right. is an action movie, um, action adventure type where it, you don't have all the politics, you don't have all the drama of Star Wars. Which I'm completely okay with. <laughs> right. It's, it's a different story, right? There's going to be different, grittier eras. And yeah. maybe maybe someday we'll look back at the prequel and say, well, that was the political era. Yeah. Which of, I think is what they're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, right, right. A good way to do it. And the original three, well, that's, that's, the, that's the, the rebellion era. That's when the rebellion really takes over. Right. It's the Jedi coming back, and then the sequel trilogy. Now, <laughs> which we're going to learn more about. Right. You know, we've only seen one of them. We don't know enough. It's going to be just about the rebirth of it. I don't know. I mean, boy, I hope by episode nine we have Senate hearings again. Because wasn't those a blast? It was. It was. That was may have been the best part. Oh my goodness! And then we'll have a pod full of Ewoks. A pod full of. Uh, AI characters, yeah, just so we can With get all big, of, huge, long necks. Yep, uh, the aliens from the end of uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Can we get the aliens from Alien? We probably have the aliens from Aliens. The Predators are going to be there. Right. It's going to be, you know, we're just going to make every sci-fi franchise ever. Yeah, you can bring in the Futurama world. Why not? There's a there's a there's a pod full of cartoon characters. Right. That you can put in. Right. Just sitting there. From Futurama Planet. What? Oh, and then Kodos and Krang from The Simpsons will be yeah. one of them. Totally okay with that. Totos. Okay. Totes. Okay. All right. So the marathon day of watching movies. I think this was a success. Two, was a success. two very good movies. Um, very different movies, but they they were both engaging in different ways. Um, I'm glad we enjoyed both of them. Yeah, I am too. Especially because we because obviously Rogue One we were going to enjoy, and if Passengers sucked, they would have just put a Damper on Damper it. on the day. And we're like, well, mood day started off nice and ended crap. So. Yeah. So that's our, our our preview and our review of those two movies. Passengers being new to both of us. Yes. Rogue One being new to me. But um, just as good the second time. Not going to lie. So worth seeing twice. Worth seeing twice. All right. Worth seeing Tarkin's less weird. CGI is very, is very, it's ambitious. It's a lot better the second time. I trust you. I promise. Good. <laughs> I trust me. I trust me. <laughs> you trust you. All right. So with that, we will wrap up this episode of Review. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. And uh, make sure you listen to the other shows on this channel, such as the original Rewatchman show, which hopefully I get to be on again. We'll see. Never. Maybe I... If I'm not going to be, you'll never be. Well, maybe maybe what I'll do is I'll, I'll record one and send it to TC and say, here you go. Slip in the episode yep, one day. Slip it in. <laughs> uh, let him take care of it. And, and oh, no, TC, you were there for this totally. It's going to be just like the Poochie episode of The Simpsons where <laughs> you'll send him an hour and a half long episode. He'll be on it for 30 seconds. I'm the third most on the on the show right now, so I don't want to lose that. Well, so far. Yeah. You know, I hate to say it, I'm catching up. So, so um, other places we can find you in turn, Jeff? Me. Uh, Twitter at Random Bell. You can also find my YouTube channel, which just you'll have to search for it because I'm not cool enough to have the name yet, but it's Random Bell Games. Uh, just play some games and 
Right now it's Minecraft, but we recorded a, a test one last night that I'm going to try to get out there. Right. I was playing just, uh, uh... Borderlands, Borderlands. Wow, I was going to say Battlegrounds. I'm like, that's not it at all. Borderlands 2. So yeah, just Random Bell. Anything online Random Bell is, is me. Except for the Facebook. It's not me. Some woman in It's some other Random Bell. Some weird Random Bell lady. <laughs> all right, so you can catch me uh, occasionally on Podcast Mania where we review horror movies, usually from the 70s or 80s. Lots of fun. Um, sometimes on the uh, channel with Jeff that we were just talking about, mm -hmm. Ghost Hat. Oh, yes. Ghost Hat Productions, or is it ghosthat.net, or what is it? Ghosthat.net is the website. Next, you can find all our podcasts. We're kind of in a lull for our podcasts. We're expanding our horizons to other networks and other things. So, yeah, lots of places to check us out. Check out uh, the work that uh, uh, Rewatchman Ben and Rewatchman TC do. It's always fantastic, and all the other Rewatchmen as well. But uh, with that, we are done reviewing. I'm going to go sleep now. I'm going to hypersleep for like 90 years so I can travel to another galaxy far, far away but a long time ago. If you do that, though, you're never going to meet Jennifer Lawrence. I hope that she's on my ship with me. Yeah, she might be, but she's going to wake up early. Or I can find her granddaughter. Um, really weirdly CG version of her. I'm really confused what movie we watched. <laughs> I was half expecting that to have like these other people running through the, the ship at the end. I mean, like, hi! That's weird. We were told you were coming. Like, oh, this is. Can't fly by the AC. Comes that Mars world thing. Where oh, yes. It looks terrible. I got nothing else. No, no, that was a good <laughs> They should do that. Number two, passengers two. Man, on a ship. Was it? It was on a ship. Um, sea ship. It's still a boat. Boat. This ship. It's called Titanic. Speed <laughs> <laughs> two. That's uh, that's where I was going. Uh, <laughs>